Hello and welcome back to the Local Matters Podcast. I'm joined again today by Charlie. Hello. And Ethan. Hello. And of course I'm Patrick. And today we're going to be doing a little bit of a catch-up, a little bit of variety, and just talking about a lot of things that we've missed uh, during the little gap between our last episode. Um, I think, you know, covering what we've been up to in that time and, you know, letting everybody know that we have still been busy is really important. Uh, I'm sure you guys have all seen the camping trip uh, that we posted all over social media. That was a really good opportunity for a lot of the members uh, to meet up, uh, discuss some ideas, as well as just, you know, put our feet up and relax and, and spend a nice weekend away. I, I know you didn't manage to make it, Ethan, since you're on the mend, but uh, obviously, I mean, you went, Charlie. Um, you know, I, I think it was really, really important uh, for us to be able to meet up like that, and I think it really showed uh, the potential for what we can do in the movement and, you know, when we do start to grow, and we'll talk a little bit about that later as well, uh, stuff that other people can get involved in too. Uh, but what were your thoughts? Yeah, I had a great, I had a great time. Of course, um, I think as you say, it is important, and obviously, there's nature aspects and there's uh, aspects in regards to teamwork and that sort of thing. But also, it's important to get away, uh, especially living in you know, for those who live in more urban areas, uh, it's very easy to feel claustrophobic and trapped in those. Uh, so, somewhere like the Peak District is a different world completely. It was definitely a really, uh, not only an enjoyable experience, but a really productive experience. Um, you know, definitely building those teamwork skills and also uh, discussing lots of ideas along the way. Um, and I mean, not only in terms of, you know, real world activity, if we, we've been busy, I mean, we've met up plenty of other times beyond that. Um, but also on social media and online, we've done really well as well. Uh, so we've now reached, um, as of I think a good few weeks ago now, we've reached over 1,000 followers on Instagram, which is absolutely brilliant. I think we're around 1,200 now. Uh, and then we're almost uh, at 1,000 on Facebook as well, which is absolutely brilliant. And we've seen some really good feedback on a lot of our recent posts, and you guys really seem to be enjoying those, so we must be doing something right in that aspect. Yeah, our social medias are doing really nicely, especially with the... Um custom graphics they seem to do really well it's just our twitter that we're lacking on now which i think twitter's a different a whole different beast um you're supposed to you know tweet several times a day and things like that uh and right now we're not doing that and to be honest i don't expect us to so it's just not our game um we'll make sure it stays active and actually it's probably the best place to get in touch with other people because obviously um large figures and even actors and things have their uh, dms open sometimes so yeah, Twitter is really important, um, but overall, our social media is really strong at the moment. It's grown nicely. Yeah, that's one of the silver linings, I think, of the lockdown, really, is that since people are on their social media a bit more, it's the perfect time for us to grow our presence on these platforms. And it's worked really successfully, as you said, and I'm really glad to see that. Our real-life activity is definitely very limited. I mean, we've planned actions and then um, cancelled them because of lockdown rules and things, but... Um, the online presence is definitely uh, a lot easier to gain now that now that everyone's at home. Yeah, you're right. It's something as well that we are continuing to improve and work on. Um, you know, especially on the different um, types of social media. There's a lot of different strategies that we're trying to try and grow and get the message out the best we can. Um, and I think you know, slowly over time, we are figuring that out uh, and getting better at it. Uh, you know, engagement has been going up, not just because I think. Um, that you know our follower count has been increasing but i think the, the quality of what we've been posting has been better as well um and that's something that i hope we can continue over the coming weeks and months as well 
yeah definitely as i said before the custom-made graphics are um they sort of do the best and i'm not surprised you know because they take the most effort so thank god they take more than uh, a quick screenshot upload you know yeah definitely if you are wanting to support us as well in uh, making graphics meeting up and everything because these things do cost money especially a lot of uh, the software and things that we use uh we have just opened a patreon you'll have seen that on our social media if you follow it um you know you can start donating from as little as two pound 40 a month is that right yeah that's right it's two pound 40 a month literally the price of a coffee and with that you know a tiny amount will help us get out you know several posts uh, a month in terms of uh you know facebook advertisements and things like that so it really does go a long way and uh you know we have a lot of upcoming actions and things that we are trying to do despite the lockdown that you'll get a lot of behind the scenes on as well as uh, being able to chat with us more directly and seeing some behind the scenes in terms of graphics and social media as well um, So if any of that sounds interesting to you or you do just want to support us um, We'll uh, we'll talk more about how you can do that through patreon or other means at the end of the episode Yeah, patreon is going to be the way that we communicate with our followers uh, We're not going to use an email mailing list. So if you want to stay in touch stay updated uh, Patreon is definitely the best way and if you're interested in an even deeper level of involvement, you should consider contacting us and getting involved in a group chat that we've got going. If you're interested in that, um, you can just have a chat with us on social media. We'll ask you a few questions and assuming everything goes well, you'll be added to a secure group chat and you can basically become a member of Local Matters. Yeah, we'll be keeping the riffraff out of that one. But uh, for anyone interested in some discussion with followers of Local Matters and things, definitely go on that. Ask us about it on any, any social media platform. That's also a really, really good way for uh, you to get in touch and, and talk with the members and, you know, discover a little bit more about, you know, what Local Matter stands for and the nitty gritty because I'm sure that, you know, no matter how many uh, Facebook and Instagram posts you put up, uh, it'll be a much easier discussion to be had, you know, either face-to-face or uh, through some sort of messaging app. So if you just shoot us a DM through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anything like that, we'll be uh, happy to talk to you about getting in that group chat. So I think that covers everything uh, that we've sort of missed out on since the last uh, podcast episode. And now I think we should talk about the state we're in currently, uh, not just in terms of the movement, um, but where we are with the you know, the lockdown, the coronavirus. Um, the, obviously, there's a lot of politics involved with everything going on. Um, so let's, let's cover that. The pandemic has sort of uh, gone and then come back again. And uh, we're sort of at a very difficult time right now uh, because we're sort of on this precipice of we were just coming out of lockdown and, you know, we were eating out to help out. And now it seems like we're going back into a second lockdown. I don't think a lot of people really know what's happening. But um, what I think is important to to focus on is the actual impact that uh, the pandemic has had. Um, And additionally, um, you know, what what effect it will continue to have and how we will recover from that going forward um you know one of the biggest points is uh you know the the massive loss of small businesses or the risk of loss to small businesses and employment as well uh, across all sort of swaths of england uh, and the rest of the uk i know tons and tons of people who struggle to find work and tons and tons of small businesses that have struggled to uh, stay open reopen and keep open uh, with uh, you know changing consumer patterns yeah it's a very dark time potentially for localism um, 
what was it, 18% of businesses were facing serious risk of shutting down, small businesses, that is. Yeah, 1.2 million. Within a month, yeah. Well, 1.06 million. 1.06, sorry. Yeah, so it's obviously a lot more than that um, in the grander scheme of things. And, of course, this only benefits the large corporations. Yeah, have you seen these weird corporate advertisements that tell people to support local businesses? Because that really confuses me when you have things like, uh, companies like coca-cola american express all think companies like this and they're spending their money to tell people to support small businesses google as well is another one i find that really strange i think i think they must just be so used to uh, following social trends and uh you know spouting political and spouting political opinions um as if they were their own just to stay, um, just to stay in touch with people. I think they're so used to doing that that they've done it now with shopping local, um, without even caring that it contradicts their own uh, company because they know that no one's going to see a Coca-Cola sign telling them to shop local, and that's going to have a significant damaging effect on the Coca-Cola sales. You know? Yeah, um, they know that uh, their sales aren't going to stop whether people shop local or not. Yeah. yeah, I suppose, if anything, it will make people think, oh, Coca-Cola, that's nice, isn't it? Do you remember when they stuck up for us in those times? Exactly. Yeah, it's about not losing exactly. face. Yeah, it's, it's in the same way that they handled, you know, environmental issues. It is, uh, you know, appeasement, it is appealing to uh, the issue. Uh, I mean, in their eyes, when they say shop local, they don't mean, you know, go down to your local butchers and buy a pack of sausages rather than getting them from Lidl. It means go to your corner shop and buy a can of Coke from there instead. Um, it, it's, it's gonna hopefully bite them in the foot um, I would really rather see some backlash around this um, you know rather than the environmental issue where people seem to be sort of quiet or even supportive of a lot of larger companies and corporations uh, standing by environmental issues uh, I, I really hope that in this uh, in this instance people really uh, target the, the hypocrisy of it all I think it's a bit of a cover-up about the, just the greater phenomenon of the extinction of the middle class, uh, and lockdown has really exacerbated that. You know, a, a lot of middle-class people rely on small business ownership to sustain themselves and sustain their livelihoods, and it's completely in the corporation's interest to have all competition extinct. So, really, any like non-nefarious motive for these sort of advertisements is out of the question in my opinion and it must be a sort of not a cover-up per se but you know saving some face for in the future yeah. they'll say well we, we did warn you yeah, now buy a, our drinks it's, pre it's pretending exactly it's all about the message and not at all about actually doing anything for local business you know if uh, someone like mcdonald's tried to support local businesses they would dissolve half their franchise outlets that's the yeah. best thing I could do for local business. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they don't they don't care. And it's it's very obvious. And it's very hypocritical um, and almost insulting to uh, for such a large corporation to say shop local. It's uh, it's really bad. Yeah, I think you know the best thing that we can do about it is is call out the hypocrisy when we see it and sit there and say no, you don't support local businesses. Don't pretend that you do, um, and and not let them get away with it. Um, you know, and maybe we can even look to doing some, you know, on the ground action around that. Uh, if we can, you know, cite, you know, uh, posts and things like that uh, put up by these companies uh, saying things like that. And that's definitely something we can look into. 
if you guys see anything when you're out and about, if you see any, you know, uh, posts on social media saying things like shop local coming from, you know, Amazon, um, feel free to send it to us in, in DMs and we'll take a look at it and see, you know, we might be able to share it or, or whatever else, but it always helps us to have as many resources as possible. Yeah, we'll definitely need that Coca-Cola one up there. Coca-Cola shop local. We'll have to get that on Twitter as soon as we can. Absolutely. I mean, it's almost unbelievable, isn't it? The flagship of, well, Coca-Colonization is in the name. Then somehow attacking themselves is beyond belief. There's been a lot at, at all levels, though. It's not just on the local level. It's, it's been, you know, all the way from the bottom to the top that you can see, uh, you know, the pandemic's really shaking things up. And especially on the national level, I know you were talking earlier about, um, you know, the sort of fake national unity, Ethan. Um, And I thought that was really interesting. And it's something that I hadn't considered as much now because I was too focused, honestly, on on that local level. But um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's when you think about it seems so long ago now, but back in March, April, that sort of time when it all started, there was a lot of kind of. I suppose national unity style rhetoric around everything. Uh, it was sort of in time for VE Day, so a lot was made out of that. And you know, the pinnacle of it was clap for our carers, all that sort of thing, where they would constantly, every single night on the news, say, "Is the country coming together?" Doing these, well, they're just symbolic gestures, really. But I really feel like once the sort of novelty of being in lockdown wore off, people stopped dancing on Zoom calls and then just started getting bored of them and stuff like that. The veneer started to collapse, especially with political developments like Black Lives Matter when that came to Britain, um, controversies around the anti-masking, like anti-maskers, that sort of thing, and just general. Uh, there's a word for it in German, Hilfsheriff, which means like deputy sheriff behaviour, and it's somebody that takes it upon themselves to like enforce social codes onto everybody. So now, whatever you think about the uh, pandemic that's not a sign of national unity when people start attacking each other constantly on social media and in the streets for myriad reasons. Like I said, from masks to Black Lives Matter, all these different reasons. And does anyone seriously think, I'll actually ask you to, do any of you actually think the country feels more united now than it did this time last year? No, I think think that what's happened has been very divisive, but I don't think that was because of the lockdown. I think if the lockdown happened without Black Lives Matter, and without the mask stuff, um, then the only internal divides left would be things like Brexit, which you know has been going on for five years. Uh, but you still see comment even on our own social media posts. People bring up Brexit as a uh, as either a cause or a solution for problems, and we've had to reply to some people and say Brexit isn't the be all and end all of politics. Uh, it's, it's weird that that's continued. But yeah, so I think without the Black Lives Matter and the masks uh, disagreement, then um, I think that we would be more united than before lockdown and before the pandemic. Honestly, there was a lot of um, falsities in in terms of you know that that uh, national spirit. I know we did a, an episode on the pandemic very early on. It might even be episode two or three. Um, and we talked then about you know how positive it is to see you know communities and stuff coming together. I think that's true, but I think the longer lockdown went on, the more the cracks in our society started to show. Uh, you know, we we struggle now to find that national spirit. And I think had it been 
you know, a different point in history, that wouldn't have been so difficult. But we do live in a very divided time, be it due to Brexit, due to Black Lives Matter, no masks, whatever it is, people are very, very divided at the minute. Um, and, you know, for only so long could, you know, that unity really last uh, before it started to fall apart. And then with the lockdown sort of fluttering on and off, I think it's really just riled people up a bit more. Um, and that's really why you're seeing what's happening today. I think it has been underlying um, and, and the, the facade of, of unity really has, has decayed. Yeah, the cracks were already there and they didn't go away. It was just a thin sheet laid over it and exactly. now that's disintegrated. As soon as the slightest bit of stress was put on it, it was disintegrated. As, actually, I see it as um, more of a foundational thing. I think that that is the back foot that politicians rely on and, in fact, that people rely on um, when times are getting desperate. You know, when it came to World War One and Two, it was all about the national spirit. And, of course, the political landscape is very different from um, 80 years ago. But I think I think that um, the national spirit is something that people rely on in times of need, and that when other issues come up, they pile on top, rather than the reverse, which you guys are saying is it's a layer which is disintegrated. I think the layers are put on top of the national spirit, not the other way around. See so things like BLM and the masks; um, these smaller issues um, than the pandemic, you know. So when it's a larger problem, and then it's the national spirit, but then when smaller issues come up um then and they're focused on then that's when the national spirit is pushed aside again i'm not sure i agree because i think you're separating the mask issue from the pandemic too much and it's an integral part of it it always would have been i think you wouldn't have ever been able to have a government response to a crisis without having some people rejecting it and i think the unity was too weak for that to be overcome I agree with Ethan here. Yeah, that is true, but I think that I think that the masks are my you know, the people who don't want to wear a mask or the people actively campaigning not to wear a mask are a very small minority that are getting more publicity online than they should, purely because they're a weird microcosm. Um, as we've seen with countless political um, you know, little niches and things. So I don't think is that much of a, a division really the mask issue. I think the BLM politicised a lot of people, especially if you're furloughed from work and you're sitting around with not much to do. Uh, I think that politics will start to gain hold on you. Um, and that is when people will start finding things to complain about. I think the, the, the issue of masks and sort of this conspiratorial view around the coronavirus is probably bigger than you give credit, uh, credit for, Charlie. Uh, I've spoken to a lot of people, both online and in person, who have very, very... Um, strong views on the virus and they're very very common I could speak to probably I'd be comfortable in saying at least 30% of people in my street if not more would think that there was some sort of government cover up something conspiratorial something off about the entire situation of the virus and then I think when you have issues like Black Lives Matter which uh, you know these, these working class English people feel like is pointing the finger at them it only pushes them you know, further down these paths of uh, politicization themselves uh, as they feel like they, they sort of become a target and it throws them into the ring as well. And I think it really just is the cracks of society creating these um, sort of political fields that are now whacking against each other quite quite violently. 
uh, especially in an online space. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we've just seen different things in terms of the mass stuff. Um, I really haven't seen that much of it, to be honest. But in terms of um, people feeling alienated or uh, making conspiracies out of the uh, coronavirus, um, whether true or not, they come from uh, largely, you know, a, tr- a distrusting government, uh, not a distrusting nation. And it's very important that we separate nation from uh, state. I agree, but I I think that um, you know that national unity would help fight that. Uh, and it seems like rather than working together against, even if we we all uh, agreed that the government was behind X, Y, or Z. Uh, we we wouldn't have the national unity to deal with it anyway. We wouldn't do anything about it. We would just sit there and complain about it and wait for the government to tell us what to do next. Um, and that's sort of the crux of the issue at the minute. No matter which way you swing or what you think, uh, we're far too loose and disorganised to actually come to any sort of conclusion anything beyond bickering online and talking about Brexit. Oh yeah, then there needs to be a unifying body, and no matter what the political issue is. Um, but that's the point. Um, the government is currently the unifying body for the pandemic. Uh, and because people don't trust that unifying body, there's internal divides. But if there was a better government or, you know, um, a different political entity that people could rely on, um, then there would be a lot less divisions within that based on the foundations that we've discussed, you know. Um, but yes, uh, you're right. I agree. The, the nation... Um, does not trust the government, and that caused a lot of issues for national unity. You know, with everything going on, it's it's given us all a lot of time to sit here and think about all these things. Um, and obviously, uh, we, we're constantly discussing, um, not only us three, but the rest of the local matters team as well, uh, you know, what's going on and, and what we can do, not only individually, but also as an organisation, uh, to try and do our part to help. Um and you know this is this has really uh, led our reading, our planning, um, and, and and attempts to try and formulate a strategy around the lockdown to try and uh, you know do our best to bring about some unity and bring about uh, you know some positivity in what is a really really difficult time uh, for any any nation and any society to go through. Um, so that's something that I think we can be positive about in the fact that. You know, even if we can only have a small effect, uh, at least between ourselves and between the small area that we can touch, we can have some form of positive impact, hopefully with some of the actions and things that we are planning as as soon as conditions permit. I, for one, am really looking forward to that. Uh, Obviously, we can't tell when on earth that will be, but I'm getting very sort of eager to get back out there. You know, it's really important to do stuff online and behind the scenes, but it is about the people, isn't it? So being face to face and spreading your ideas in person and hearing real people's concerns is why we exist as a group and yeah that's why i'm looking forward to it i think we're all really antsy to uh, get back out on the ground and, and speak to some people and, and do some bits and bobs and, and the uh the lockdown has made that really difficult for us um and i know we have a lot of people raring to go uh, we'll have some real world activity to show you guys uh what we've been getting up to uh, and we'll, we'll post it on social media, obviously. And then, obviously, if you're involved in local matters, if you join our group chat, that's something that you as well could involve in and get in uh, in touch with us to join in on some of our volunteering projects. Because we do have a lot planned. It's just sort of getting it all out the funnel as soon as lockdown permits. 
let's talk about this action then uh, in terms of um, the local businesses and things. Uh, Ethan, do you want to run us through it? So the upcoming action is about supporting local businesses and it will take the form of us going out on the streets with some signs and some flyers and basically just canvassing the public for their opinion and talking to people, raising awareness, because I feel like it's quite a common talking point supporting local businesses, especially during the pandemic. But as we said before, but a lot of people don't put their money where their mouth is and actually do it. So we'll be setting up shop preferably outside some bigger shops and yeah just talking to people we've definitely got a lot to say and a lot to uh to talk about with people especially with covid going on it's a really important time for people to look at how they can help small businesses out in their local area uh so i think it's going to be a really really productive um action i think it's also going to be a really good segue for us to get in uh in the habit of doing some stuff hopefully at least once a month on the ground um, and, and give us some more experience getting back into organising things because it's been quite a while since any of us have really been out and about uh, doing any real activism or, or talking about our ideas with the public which always helps us as well reflect not only on what we're thinking and we're discussing and we're reading inside local matters but um, you know helps us gauge public opinion too on lots of different issues yeah sort of helps pop the bubble a bit and helps us actually revise our ideas see what's popular what's not popular things like that um it also just helps us to ground our sort of organization if you know what i mean not become too airy fairy sort of only exists in the digital realm kind of thing uh we are at the end of the day meant to serve the people if you know what i mean yeah um so we need to touch base again with the broader communities of these towns that we'll be visiting. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be very positive for our digital presence as well. I think there are a lot of people who follow us on Instagram who think it is just, um, you know, two two blokes sat on an Instagram page and don't realise there is an actual organisation and movement behind it. I think there's a lot of people who follow us on Instagram who doesn't realise uh, that we have a podcast, that we have a website, that we write articles. Um, and, you know, getting out some pictures of us there uh, on the ground um, interacting with people and, and getting some stuff done, I think, is is really gonna um, legitimise what, what we've been doing thus far and something that really uh, we've sadly been lacking up to this point. Yeah, real life activism always does the best on social media, anyway, uh, or almost always, you know, unless you get lucky with a, a graphic. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I can't wait. So the, the future is looking bright for local matters. And uh, again, if that's something that you want to be involved in, uh, as we discussed at the start of the episode, uh, get in touch with us um, to get involved in our group chat. And obviously we have uh, our Patreon and things up and coming, but I wouldn't want to take talking about that away from Ethan. So I don't think we have anything else to say, unless you've got anything else to add, Charlie. Uh, no, that's all from me today. And what about you, Ethan? Nope, that was pretty much the last six months of my life compressed into 20 minutes. <laughs> Not much happened. <laughs> but at least you're back. Ah, oh, thanks. I'm back to the outro. Well, that's all for this episode. Be sure to check out our website, thelocalist.org, and follow us on social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at localmatterseng. Consider donating to us at patreon.com forward slash localmatterseng. And be sure to get in touch on social media to get involved with Local Matters. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.